Hello. Hello. And welcome to the Poetry Exchange. I'm Fiona. And I'm Michael. And we're really pleased to be here with this second episode of our mini-series. Before we introduce this week's conversation, I'd like to tell you about a new feature that we have set up on our website. If you go to the contact page, uh, you'll be able to leave us a voice message. Now, whether you're in Warsaw, San Diego, Belfast or Brooklyn, you could read us a poem that's been a friend to you. You could tell us what you think of the podcast, any ideas you might have. Or you could just talk about the place of poetry in your life. We'd love to hear from you. So this conversation is another one that was recorded on our wonderful couple of days in the John Rylands Library earlier this year. And rather wonderfully, we found out when we um, got our list of names of people who were coming to visit us that a member of staff um, had chosen to um, come along and talk to us about the poem that had been a friend to them. So Harry came in and very joyfully he brought in a Frank O'Hara poem, which we're really excited to be sharing with you. Thanks to City Lights and Carcanet for their permission to use the poem. And thanks also to Harry for um, allowing us to share the conversation with you. It's the 50th anniversary of Frank O'Hara's death and um, we're really aware from some of the online nominations that he's a very popular poet with people and that in many diverse and interesting ways he his work has acted as a friend to people. So it's with particular pleasure that we bring this episode to you where you'll be hearing Michael Schaefer and Jacqueline Kington talking about Lana Turner Has Collapsed, the poem that's been a friend to Harry. Is it a great place to work here? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really lovely. I think um, the collection's what's incredible. I know the building, I mean, the whole room is lovely, but when yes. you start looking at the collection, yeah. that's, mm. we've got, um, I mean, it ranges from like 3,000 year old tablets up to, um, we've got unpublished William Burroughs cut ups oh. and things in our collection and that kind of stuff. It's just great, yeah. So I'm intrigued about this idea of the poem as a friend. Oh. It was re- it's a really interesting question yeah. to kind of start with, I yeah. think, you know, because um, I actually, I chose the poem quite quickly, but I then also started thinking about what I thought a friend was yes, quite a lot. And yeah. um, thank you very much. Pleasure. Cheers. Could I ask you to, um, to read it out for us? To just yeah. sort of get it into the room. I also try not to do Frank O'Hara voice because I always tend to try and do a slightly New York kind of thing. Uh, Lana Turner has collapsed. I was trotting along and suddenly it started raining and snowing and you said it was hailing but hailing hits you on the head hard. So it was really snowing and raining and I was in such a hurry to meet you but the traffic was acting exactly like the sky. And suddenly I see a headline, Lana Turner has collapsed. There is no snow in Hollywood. There is no rain in California. I've been to lots of parties and acted perfectly disgraceful, but I never actually collapsed. Oh, Lana Turner, we love you. Get up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great in the way you read it. That yeah. It does just kind of go straight through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, quite quickly. And yeah. Definitely. Um, and I think it's part... I think you can't help but read it quite lightly. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I enjoy it so much, because I do enjoy it, I just, I like reading it, and it's one of the few poems that I, I can't recall it word for word, but I know it well enough Mm. to just be standing at a bus stop Mm. and go through it in my Mm. head, and because it does go through so lightly, Mm. and to me it sounds quite fun, I know it's Lana Mm. Turner's collapse, which Mm. sounds quite dreadful, Mm. So how did you find it? What was the... um, So this is actually... I don't know if this is cheating slightly in terms of this podcast, but I studied English literature. Right. So I kind of 
um, came to this poem studying. We didn't study this particular poem, but Frank O'Hara was introduced to me at university. Yeah. And then he was the first poet that I really came across mm. that I just thought, this is great. Yeah. And um, I just kind of loved, fell in love with Frank O'Hara. And then this poem in particular, I think, just kind of sums up that real joy of poetry to mm. me. That kind of, when you, and not necessarily this poem is the ultimate joyful poem, but that finding something that you really love and you can just read over and over and over again. Why do you and love it? And it doesn't get why tired. Do you, why do you love it? I think it's partly because it's really quite flippant. There's something about how flippant this final, the final line is, oh, Lana Turner, we love you, get up. Yeah. That seems to be, somehow have so much about, kind of like the getting on with life and mm. not having to take stuff to as such a huge thing. You can kind of acknowledge things and then just carry on with what the day is. Mm. And kind of having that huge headline up against the fact that you're talking about the weather and the traffic, yes. which seem like such banal conversation points. But that seems to be more important than this huge headline yes. in this poem. Often I find myself reading this poem when things are a bit crap. Yeah. Or like if, if um, I feel like I'm really struggling with something mm. because there's a lightness in the fact that everything seems to be kind of going wrong in this poem. Yes. But the poem itself seems to be so right mm. and seems to like be quite uplifting. But I mean, Lana Turner's collapse is the first line. Yeah. And it's snowing and it's raining and you're having an argument. Well, not yes. having an argument, but you're disagreeing with someone about whether it's hailing or snowing or raining and the traffic's rubbish. Yes. And then you see this headline. But actually, the, I think when I read the poem, it all seems so light. I'm just interested, do you remember the first time you read it or heard it in terms of the initial response? Did you have that response of, oh, this is just... Well, it was just that old Lana Turner, we love you, get up line. I remember just smiling yeah. at that, at the kind of... I think I tend to have a thing when I read poems... I read them with a very serious head on and think like, this must be very serious. It's a poem and it's very serious mm. kind of thing. And it'll take me a few times to get sort of levels of irreverence and things like that. But I read it and I, that final line, I just couldn't help but smile. And I think part of it is whenever I come to this poem, I remember that first kind of like just yes. smiling, having, yeah. having read it. And in a way, it sounds like your sort of first experience of uh, sort of realising that poetry can be irreverent in, in that mm. way. That I really identify with what you're saying. I think my default position sometimes can be poems put in front of me and I adopt quite a sort of yeah. serious kind of head... Do you know what I mean? Yes, definitely. Like that's yes. where I automatically think mm. it's going to be. Yeah. Especially as a poet writing in the 50s, mm. and I, especially older poetry, I definitely put in that thing of thinking it's got to be kind of... Serious. I mean, I go to spoken word nights now and there's loads of stuff that's just great mm. and not necessarily... I mean, obviously there is really quite um, sincere stuff, but you also have loads of irreverent stuff. It just kind of... I think it opened up what poetry could be. Yeah. And I kind of thought with this as well is that the top... Before we get to that, we've got the Lana Turner has collapsed in the middle and towards the end. Yeah. So this bit with there's no snow in Hollywood and there's no... It kind of feels like... So it's kind of like... So there's no excuse... 
Mm. There's no excuse for anything to be kind of this rain and there's all this this right. rain and there's all and that's yeah. all really terrible and yeah. but actually there's no snow in Hollywood and there's no so there's no excuse because everything's potentially yeah. that's a good thing. Well, isn't yeah, yeah. It? But, and also kind of like how dare you collapse in kind yeah. of in, in Hollywood because I've got all the rain and the snow here. That's right. I should be collapsing that's right. and all this. Yeah. yeah so yeah. get up. That's the way that so I get, kind of yeah. saw it, heard it. And also the collapsed, I think, I think one of the reasons I like it is there's so much in that collapsed because because um, someone collapsing, yes. I mean, that, that could be, yes. they could drop down dead, that could be them gone. Yes. But the way that he's kind of reading it is at this kind of like lapse at a party, like kind of like, you know, yes. having too much of a good time and yes. you, oh, we love you, just get up, <laughs> just, just get up, it's fine, yes. you know. That's the thing, the headline is Lana Turner has collapsed. Yes. He's in, the, the I in the poem is interpreting it that she's been to a party and had too yes. many drinks yes. and yes. gone down. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah. There's something quite camp about it. Yes. Yeah, super camp, definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a sort of a gossipy... Yeah. <laughs> well, you could be on your phone, couldn't you? Going, yeah, it, I was trotting along. Blah, blah, blah. It feels very modern. <laughs> it feels really modern. Yes. Right? And, and in the kind of celebrity age yes. that we're in now. Yes. Yeah. And, and so it's kind of like it's presented with, you know, the exclamation mark, with the drama of it. Mm. But it's not, it's not felt. No. It's, it's not kind of internalised yeah. in any no. way. Or... Yeah, and that kind of, you can see these big headlines. I mean, this is obviously entertainment newsy stuff, but like, you could look at a headline today and it's something about the Brexit. And, you know, Boris Johnson says this, so-and-so says mm. that. Mm. And you read it as a headline, you get the news, but actually what is more present is that it's snowing that affects my present yes. much more that it's snowing and it's uh yes. and it's raining so you don't actually really have to necessarily engage with that headline like the big thing that seems to be oh, overshadowing the whole thing mm. isn't isn't the important thing in this yes. poem it's more about kind of perspective and the okay. trotting along i just love trotting <laughs> yeah. the trotting along so you got lana turner collapse and then i was trotting along <laughs> yes. like that's just comical mm. that kind yes. of like Yes. Uh, and maybe that's when the first kind of like notice quite how camp and light this poem is yes. that you're trotting yes. you're in New York essentially yes. well. yeah. yeah and it's that you were trotting along and suddenly mm. yeah it's, it's like a cartoon it's isn't like it? a drama yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. yeah so you kind of know this poem yeah so it's not a question that you would get this out and read it but that yeah. So what, what would be the circumstances when you might find yourself kind of reciting it to yourself in your head? Sometimes I really consciously think, like, I'd like to think about this poem now because mm. things are just getting mm. a bit much. And you think, right, Lana Turner has collapsed. <laughs> I was trying along. Yeah, yeah. And this, this kind of... Um, yes. And, it, and that, it's almost like a reset button in that yes. situation. Yes, um, and, and kind of like a reminder that you can just tap into the good things mm. that are happening within you. Yes. And then other times, I think I, because I do just like the poem, I might just sort of think of it, and then you're smiling on the bus, rather yes. than, do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, oh, it's lovely, so it really is a friend. Well, yeah, well, this is it, because I, um, when I first read the, the question, like, think of a poem that's a mm. friend, mm this is the poem that immediately came into my head. Mm. And then I thought, no, but I'll have to think properly about what I choose because I have to think carefully and present <laughs> something that makes sense. But actually, the, yeah. in terms of... Because then I started thinking about what is a friend. Mm. And I thought of that person that mm. it doesn't matter what mood you're in, mm. 
they can come along mm. and say so much without really getting really direct with you or having to sit down and really work out what's going on with you. They just manage to kind of get you mm. and just chat mm. absolute nonsense with you mm. a bit. And, but it, that's what helps. Mm. And it can be any situation and any mm. time and any tone. Mm. And this is the poem that I could read at any point and really just get oh, something lovely, out of. isn't it? Mm. It's mm. interesting because when you said about that you really know the poem, I think it's like you really know it with your life, mm. you know, mm. what it's about. You've really mm. internalised it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's what yeah. I feel that in terms of being with it. Mm. Well, I think it's a really important poem to me because it's been there been friends with this poem <laughs> for, for probably about um, five years or so. Mm. So since I first read it, it probably, this does sound a bit like a friendship because I probably was aware of it for about a year before I really decided <laughs> to marry it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Started like really hanging out and then, um, but it, yeah, it definitely is there. Mm. And you know, you know when you're not thinking and then there's a thing that comes into your head, mm. it's often this. this. Go like on. just having a shower and then mm. just being like, I don't know how to Because it's just fun to read, I think. Mm. And it's just fun. Do you ever say it out loud to yourself? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, well, yeah, I mean, that's when I'm in the shower, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Um, and also maybe if um, I'm putting washing out or something like that. Yeah. That's the kind of space it occupies, the really kind of like mundane stuff, stuff that's going on, yeah. Yeah. And it, maybe it's a bit funny if you witness it, because you just be put, because <laughs> it starts with a great line, and you just put it hanging up your pants or something, you just go, Lana Turner has collapsed. <laughs> yeah. And then you suddenly, I would, yeah. I don't know Frank O'Hara brilliantly, but somebody else did bring in um, one of his poems, Having a Coke with You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I loved. And, um, he was talking about this idea of him being a flaneur. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's a flaneur? Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah. Like, it's like someone that, my understanding, you, you probably know, it's like someone that kind of is like a people watcher, you know, and just kind of a bit loose and just kind of yeah. drifts about. But like, um, yeah, observing what's going on, the kind of small things. And I don't know, that's the sort of yeah, idea. Yeah. And, and, and this um, comes from a book of poems called Lunch Poems which of all poems that he's written on his lunch break, that's the point. So he just kind of, Lawrence Villanghetti, who rang City Lights, I think, said like, oh, Frank O'Hara, have you got any poems you want to publish? And he says, oh, no, I don't think I do. All I've been doing is writing these poems in my lunch break. And he's like, well, we'll do them. And maybe there's how kind of mundane the space this also lives Mm. in, but it's the lunch poems. Mm. And it is that flaneur, it's the kind of just wandering around Mm. and observing what's happening Mm. as you're experiencing Mm. what's... But there's, there's yeah, there's an immediacy to to the way they were written and the way they kind of read. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. It sounds like it's a a really important part of your life, poetry, actually. But no, I mean, it definitely is. I mean, a lot of it... And also it does serve a really practical thing as well, like this poem has a practical place in my life because I can access it yes. when I when you need feel to. like I need to. Yeah. But also poetry, I think, I'm ter- I've never kept a diary. I wouldn't ever keep a diary because I just can't, I don't quite have the discipline to sit down and write yeah. the, yes. what's happened in the day. And mm. I have friends that do that mm. and I think it's brilliant. Mm. But what I can do is scribble down something that I can frame mm. in something poetic yes. and then have that somewhere 
and then flick to it if I want to remember stuff mm. that's kind of how I would document mm. that there's a is it Leonard Cohen biography or autobiography or something and it's a quote of his and he just said I was so scared of performing and I think the first gig he ever did he got on stage strummed the guitar and got up and walked off and was just like I don't want to do this and then he just decided that he'd write songs because he and mm. this is the quote, I just wanted to document this little life of mine. Mm. And I think that's, mm. it's just a documenting kind of what you're mm. doing and appreciating that mm. it might be a little life in the context of the whole world, but actually to you and possibly to some people that you know mm. and that care about you, it's mm. a, a bigger thing mm. and it makes sense to document mm. that. And oh, it's that's wonderful, isn't right. it? And that's very Frank O'Hara, I think, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. That's well, fantastic. Oh, it's great. Oh, I'm glad you've been so enthusiastic oh, about this. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Really lovely. Thank you. Oh, it's so well done. Oh, that's it. No, thank you. I really oh, enjoyed that. Yeah. It's nice to have an excuse to talk about Lana Turner has collapsed. I was trotting along and suddenly it started raining and snowing. And you said it was hailing, but hailing hits you on the head hard. So it was really snowing and raining. And I was in such a hurry to meet you, but the traffic was acting exactly like the sky. And suddenly I see a headline. Lana Turner has collapsed. There is no snow in Hollywood. There is no rain in California. I have been to lots of parties. And acted perfectly disgraceful. But I never actually collapsed. Oh, Lana, Lana Turner, Turner, we love you. Get up! That was Jacqueline Kington and Michael Schaefer with the gift reading of the poem. Our regular listeners will know that after the conversation, we always create a gift reading of the poem that's inspired by the conversation we've had with them. We do that there and then in the space uh, wherever we've been that particular day. So in this case, in the room in John Ryland's library. And I guess we're trying to kind of capture that moment of connection around the poem. We're in the same acoustic We're still carrying the thoughts and feelings in our hearts and minds that have been with us in the conversation. A lot of people have asked us about this part of the process and how we arrive at the sort of decisions that we make around what kind of gift uh, to offer. And um, it's a very live decision that we make off of the back of the conversation. And I guess the question that we ask ourselves is, what would be an interesting gift for our visitor to receive? In this case, both Jackie and I uh, had a go at recording the poem individually, and then we thought it would be fun to try it uh, in this way where we were alternating lines. And we felt it sort of worked and that it would be something that Harry might enjoy. So thanks again to Harry for allowing us to share the conversation with you and to City Lights and Carcanet for their permission to use the poem. And we'd like this week to make a special thank you to Ben Hales, who not only has written the wonderful music that begins and closes our episodes, but who's also been helping us out recently with the editing. We'll be back in 2017. In the meantime, don't forget to hit subscribe, tell your friends and leave a review on iTunes. And most importantly, do get in touch via the website on the contact page. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 